What up, what up, and welcome to Blunt with my bestie, with your hosts, Raph and April, where we talk about the real conversations worth having with your partner for a healthier relationship. We're back again. <laughs> episode like 11. <laughs> we say that every week because I think we surprise ourselves by coming back again and again. Hell yeah. I mean, it's been 11 <laughs> weeks. We've been doing this. Like, we're trying to stay consistent with dropping it once a week, and so far we have been. We've we missed have. a few days, but... We still drop it within the week. I know, I yeah. know, and we just we literally, honestly, you guys, we get so excited and flattered when we hear that you guys are still listening to our shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's really dope. We appreciate it. Uh, okay. But it's fun. Oh, it is fun. It is yeah. a lot of fun. I still look forward to it. I know, me too. Okay, babe. So, what are we talking about today? Getting back into your flow. Yeah. Getting back into your work mode. Yep. Yep. So today was day one working in the nine to five, eight, eight to five, <laughs> actually, in my case. You know, surprisingly, it really wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. This place that I'm working at, it's an oncology clinic. I was there like six years ago and I did oncology for like three or four years prior. So it's not something that I'm completely new to, which is definitely what I wanted. I didn't want to have a you know, I didn't want to get a new nursing job where I'd feel like fucking brand new again. So today was all about just kind of, you know, getting back on the bike and seeing if I can ride it again. Well, that's cool because you, you have good people you work with, right? Yeah, like, I'm working yeah. with old friends and the, the environment's so nice. It's a new office. So yeah, it's it's really beautiful and everyone is really nice and welcoming. That's awesome. Yeah, but I will say I was definitely in a funky mood yesterday, the day before, you know. It's all good. I could totally sense that you were a little stressed prior to starting. Your I was movie. really stressed, babe. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to over-exaggerate, but yes, I could tell that you were pretty, pretty fucking stressed. Raph is always so good about being in tune with my energy and not, even if I don't say anything, he just knows. Yo, even though when she doesn't say anything, I could feel that shit. <laughs> even if my back is turned so to So I'm just like, oh shit, I got to get out the fucking way. <laughs> I'm going to distance myself. <laughs> But you do it in a way, though, where I know that you're not like running away from me, but you're you're honoring the space that you know I need. It's a tough one. It's a it is a tough one. And, and I thank you for being so patient. Sponge off of that and expand it, you know, and make it worse. But it takes a lot of practice and a lot of patience to be able to just recognize, okay, this is how this person is feeling. I don't have to feed into that and I'm going to honor whatever they need. And like yesterday, you know, I was definitely in my head with everything, with just going back to this job. It's such a, a whirlwind of emotions of, you know, not having these three days to be home and going back and working for someone else. It's a, there's parts of me that's like, man, this is a fucking blow to my ego. I'm feeling like such a fucking failure, having lots of self-doubt. Like, can I even do this anymore? Am I even meant to be coaching? Like, just all of those thoughts. Like my fellow overthinkers, I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. I needed to just hold space for that shit. I, I wanted so bad to just distract myself with, I don't know, whatever, but I couldn't. You know, I know that's not healthy for me. I have to process whatever's happening within me. So while I was doing that, Raph was really good about just giving me space, offering me food. I mean, yeah, I, I had to give her enough space, but at the same time, I still got to feed her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got 
<laughs> I know you're in a weird situation, but hey, what do you want to eat for later? I or, know. What do you want to eat for food? And you're just like, whatever. It's really sweet. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll just go get something. But he, yeah, but he made you, you made a really nice dinner. I mean, food, yeah. Like steak and salad. I made hella shit. You I made did. chicken too. I, I yeah. went to Tacoma Boys. Yeah, it was delicious. And yeah, he, Ralph always makes sure I'm fed. When I'm in my head like that, I don't even want to fucking eat. He makes sure that I get something in my tummy. I, I mean, with the distance thing, like, you know, she barely said a word to me and I could already feel what what was going on. But then she, uh, I just stayed occupied by myself because if I didn't. With the kids. Yeah, with the kids. And I was just. You yeah, know, he kept the kids off my, you know, I kept out of the, the kids. Way. Yeah, I was defending the kids from her. She, she Defending the kids? You're I making mean, me sound like a no, monster. No, no, Hold no, on. No, I'm saying like. Wait a second. Like, it's not like, it's not like when I was in a funky mood, I was like raging and no, being no, hella no, rude. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I was just like, yo, don't go that way. I'd be like, do not bother your mother. Yeah. Um, you know, you locked yourself hermiting. in the room and you did the laundry, which is awesome. So yeah, it's like it was a productive, it was productive processing. Yeah, exactly. Okay, exactly. I, I I did the laundry. Like you know, we talked about this before. The fucking mountain of laundry that's never ending. I finally folded it while also watching a uh, Korean drama that Rena nice. recommended to me. The Glory. You guys need to watch it. It's I walked so in. She's good. watching this in English. It, well. I have to, I, I, so, okay, whenever we watch something foreign, we usually like to have the original language on, but when yeah. I'm folding, I don't want, I won't, I won't fold basically, because I'm going to have to read the subtitles. Mm. I need to be able to just listen to. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. That's fine. I, there's no, I won't be productive if I'm having to read subtitles there. And I, and I watched like four episodes of that yesterday. That's awesome. That's how long it took me to finish the rest of that laundry. But yeah, so thank you for honoring my space and just giving me that. I know that's not easy for a lot of people to do, like especially in relationships. When you love someone, obviously, like you want to be there to just try to fix them if they're unhappy and find solutions. But you and I have figured it out for each other of just like... I feel like maybe back in the day, I would have like over smothered you without knowing yeah like, which I, used I, to do, I would have been like yo what's wrong what's wrong like every second oh for sure you'd just, ask like, me all the questions yeah yeah and now i don't fucking do that anymore no because you know you like that's not the way you need to do that with me yeah sorry that's exactly why because now i know I, there's been a lot of trial and error yeah i mean not that many but yeah but now i know yeah i know sometimes you still do <laughs> yeah just because i don't know i'm just like damn who else am i gonna talk to you like <laughs> kids i can only have so many conversations with kids yeah i know i did take you know a lot of the day to do that yesterday it's okay you but needed it i did need it i did need it and i mean human design talk as an emotional manifesting generator the emotional part i need to ride out my emotional waves i'm not like raf that can just switch on and off in and out of it just because I feel like it, like I can't even help it. Even if I want to, it's still there. And if I try to shush it down, the harder it is for me. So as long as he has that understanding of me, that's all. Because then you know not to take it personal. Everybody's got their coping mechanisms. Respect it. Exactly. Exactly. If yeah. I like, I wish more couples knew this about each other because then they wouldn't get so mad at each other for how they process emotions or how they like need to cope with stressful situations. Yeah. Everyone has their own unique way. And it's, I, I get that it's frustrating if someone doesn't process the same way as you do, but that's just not how it works. Delivering my idea of how to get over it mm -hmm. as opposed to like asking questions. Especially if it's not asked of you. Like, yeah. especially if, not, if I'm not asking like, what do you think I should do? It's, 
It's more so of saying, I see that you're stressed. Let me know how I can support you. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I catch myself doing that with the kids too. Like even if I say, stop crying. Yeah, stop <laughs> like, crying. Don't be sad. Yeah. Don't cry. The moment I say that, I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't be saying that because it's like, well, you know, why are they crying? Maybe I should be more open to that first before I start telling them not to do shit. Yeah. But, yeah. Or defining what an experience should be like for them. That's like, a big. That's a big one because yeah. not everybody experiences it the same way, and it's very important. Yeah. yeah, I've I've had to catch myself a couple times with that, even with like the kids and saying something like "Don't be scared." Mm-hmm. Instead, it's like it's okay to be scared, yeah. and we can be excited. You know, so it's like the same freaking mentality that we have to use for ourselves as adults, too. Like I'm, I was scared to go back to this job, and I'm also excited. We can experience so many of the same, you know, so many of opposite emotions side by side and carry it all it doesn't have to be one or the other and i think as kids we weren't always taught that like we we're told oh don't be sad don't be shy don't be this and it's like oh well, what if i want to be that yeah. like what if i am that you know yeah. we can't be defining those experiences so that's very important so do not define experiences for anybody for anybody yeah like you shouldn't be so upset about this it's like says who yeah fuck off yeah <laughs> that's what i would say nowadays i like, know but yeah. see like that's that's that was a big learning thing for for raf and i mm-hmm. if there's something that i wasn't quite over you've definitely said that to me where it's like why are you still upset about yeah, that you I, shouldn't be I'm upset pretty sure i'm like, sure i've said that to you too yeah yeah but that's, like, that yeah. make made me even more mad because it's like you're obviously not fucking hearing me yeah no that makes total sense <laughs> now but at yeah. the t- during the time in my younger days yeah. i definitely was probably like yo but even now with you like if you get angry like or if you like get upset with the kids i can't really tell you like don't be mad at the kids but i can it recognize hey i see that you're really mad at the kids is there another way you can approach this yeah a lot of it is just checking myself first yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Regulation, self-regulation. Yeah. Uh, so much still to learn and unlearn, even as grown-ass adults. The unlearning part is, is the hard part, but it I think is. being aware of what you need to unlearn is the big, big thing. Because once you realize it, you're going to realize that, one, I mean, to be honest, you ain't shit. That's the thing. Like when, What? Sorry, like, I mean... <laughs> Not to diss on anybody, but who the fuck are you to anybody else? You know what I'm saying? For you to think that you know what somebody else is feeling or think that you have the answer for somebody, mm-hmm. right? I mean, fucking take care of yourself first, you know? I don't know. I love how rap has these like fits of passion that he seems like he's really mad, but he does have a point. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, April's on the edge when she sees me talking like this. She's like looking at me. She's like, is he going to say something right? Or is no, he like, I'm just like, where is he going with this? But I get where you're going. Like... Like focus on yourself and also understand that everyone has a right to their own emotions, right? Yeah. The way that I that's fine. <laughs> you can talk the to, you wording can, is a little bit different to your from me. That's your all way. Me. I'll talk to my people. My exactly, way. exactly. You guys know Raph. You guys know me. That's funny. whoever you resonate with most. Just take take yeah. it as it is. Whichever best you you can relate to. Yeah, better. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes get big. I'm just like, oh my god. I know. I can feel it. I can feel it going. Well, I'm talking and I feel like I'm just going, I'm just spinning bars right now. And then all of a sudden I look over and I'm like, oh damn, I think I'm going too much. No, or damn, I think I just said the wrong thing. <laughs> Looking at you from across the table, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like you always do have a point. I think I just, I think I need to reword it maybe just for myself That's and cool. for whoever resonates with my type of wording. But I'm sure your people get it, babe. So it's all good. It's all good. Your besties get it. My, my besties, besties get, get it. it. One of the hardest things about the unlearning is being humbled by knowing 
what you're doing wrong. Yeah. Right. That's, that's, what, that's hard to saying, admit. Like, yeah. It's hard to admit <laughs> or it's hard to also realize like, oh shit, I've been doing this for so long and I've been fucking it up for so long. <laughs> Sorry. But when you, but when you do this, it's not about you being a fuck up. It's just about you like finally bringing awareness. You know, that's all it is. Like we are human. We're here to make mistakes. We're here to fuck shit up and then learn from it. It's not something to judge yourself over. If you realize what you've been doing for many, many years has been the wrong thing. That just gives you an opportunity to fucking make it right. Now that you know what it is, make it right. It's what what's fucked up is if you know that you're doing something wrong, that it's whether it's consciously or subconsciously hurting someone and continuing to do it. <sighs> right. That's what's that's what sucks. A lot of people out there still continuing to do it. Yeah. Despite, that's their, because that's their comfort zone. They but, would rather stay in that comfort zone than get uncomfortable learning something new. What if there's a population out there of people or a percentage of people that are aware of it on the fence of like how they feel. And it's like, yo, you got to choose now, like what's right and what's wrong or like how do you, how you can better that. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing about this is, and this might be a little off to the side, but I understand too, that like seeking help and outside resource, like whether it's investing in a coach or getting therapy, it is a privilege to do that. And not everyone can afford that privilege or not everyone has the resources to have that privilege to learn and unlearn, right? So there are a lot of people who will say, I know I have trauma. I know I need to heal. Mm. I don't know where to start. And I also don't have the means. I don't have money. Yeah. So then they continue living life not having means. Not to say that there aren't some really fucking good free resources out there. But that's the thing too. If you don't actively seek that out or if you don't um surround yourself with people who can inspire you in a in good ways to change and you continue to surround yourself with people who are like toxic or consistently you know bond over the same traumas as you you're not going to experience that growth so if even if you can't have that privilege of like investing in yourself seek out the free resources out there to at least get a head start so that one day you can get the resources and maybe you don't you won't even need a coach or therapist like you'll find ways you'll have like life-changing moments that will help change that I also do want to touch on the fact of like you know making sure you do um, surround yourself with good people one of my favorite quotes is that you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with and I don't even just mean like surrounding physically but like who are you who are you consuming like if you're listening to podcasts if you're listening to audiobooks are these people who are feeding your mind, your soul, you know, in good and positive ways? Or is it just like trash and it's actually not benefiting you in any way? Is it just a distraction? Be conscious of who you have around your life. Are they here to, are they here uplifting you or keeping you inspired or are they keeping you down where you're not going to be able to experience the changes you want? There's like a lot of people that I don't know personally that I love like consuming their information and their knowledge and their wisdom. And even if I'm not there on that level or if I'm not, you know, if I haven't achieved what they have achieved, they keep that spark in me. Basically, I mean, you're accountable for your own growth. And if you really want the resources, if you really want to heal, reach out to people. Reach, reach out. <laughs> Ask yeah. for help. There's definitely times when like I wanted to invest in myself and I was very close to just like literally asking my parents be like, can you help pay for this? Cause I really need it. You know, like luckily I've been able to make it, but you know, humble yourself enough. If you really want that change to ask for the support that you need, don't be afraid to do that. And this doesn't just pertain to like healing. Right. But like if you want other changes in your life, whether it's like a career change, like you, babe. Yeah. When I went into real estate before I actually dove into it, I met with other agents 
I chatted with brokerages before I even had my license uh, just to talk to other people and see what it was about. And then I took all that info and I was like, all right, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Then I went in for it. I mean, I was nervous as fuck. I didn't know who, like, there's no, like, standard five steps on how to become an agent. Like, everybody's different on how they're going to become an agent, but it's all about who you're going to talk to. And for me, it was like, it was part of the practice to reach out and actually talk to other people and then take all that information and go from there. Yeah. You had to feel like their energy and their fire in order to like kind of. I met with some sad agents. I met with some great agents. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I met with some really old agents that hate the young agents. And I met really (laughs) new agents that were just trying to stay away from the old agents. So it's like, yeah, you allowed yourself to like talk to the full spectrum of agents. I did. But it helped out and it was, it was free. The only thing is I had to do the research. I had to actually invest my time and actually make these phone calls to people. I had no fucking clue who they were. And I just did that. Some people you did. Some people I did know who they were, but other people I, I literally just called the brokerages and was like, Hey, I want to talk to your top five agents in that brokerage. And then I would go and meet. So I know we totally went off on a tangent there, but like it all goes hand in hand when it comes to healing or when it comes to growth, you know, we kind of started off with like us understanding each other's needs, understanding how to cope with stress and cope with change. And then going into being resourceful, understanding like what your needs are as far as your own personal ways of growth, not just what someone tells you how you should grow. Right. So hopefully you guys caught the message. We kind of went all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little delirious. This first day of work has got me tired. I actually took a nap today. And if you know me, I do not take naps. Hey, she came home in her eye. I could see it in her eyes. The moment she sat on the couch, I was like, oh, she's about to be good. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were supposed to go. We, I made food for her and she got home and ate. And then yeah. we were supposed to go to the grocery store and do some work. Yeah. Well, because I told him, I was like, I need to get some healthy snacks. I'm going to yeah. end up gaining weight here because they have all the good candies and stuff at work. I look over and she's just knocked yeah. on the couch. And so I was like, damn, <laughs> I don't even know if we're going to record tonight. And then I was like, but it's okay. If she's tired, it's all good. We'll figure it out. No. And then I just hit up Austin. I was like, let's go to the store and just go get your mom some snacks. And so we did that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And then you came back and you got me some good foods. Yeah. Good snacks. You mentioned healthy stuff, so I wanted to go get you I some know. Stuff. Thank you. You're welcome. So weekend recap. I think the weekend was pretty fun. Yeah, let's talk about it. I had two girls' nights. You had two girls' nights. I had it was great. my regular two nights, you know, and shit was wild, super packed, block, around the block. I heard. Uh, your rel- your family came out the f- on Saturday. I know. I wish I was there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was, you know, my packed Friday and Saturday still. I felt like a wino this weekend. Yeah, what I came home on Friday night, Friday morning. No, Saturday morning. Saturday morning. I'm sorry. So I did it Friday night. Saturday morning is when I come home. I got stuck in traffic. There was a bad accident, really bad. Yeah. And I was in there for like an hour. Yeah. And so I got back at like four o'clock and no, like three thirty. And uh, there was like four bottles of wine between these two tiny little <laughs> girls. <laughs> And I was like, what the hell? Me and Rena, yeah, we lived it up watching. Smashed four yeah. bottles of wine. Had four bottles of wine. Well, actually, you know, three and a half because half was already finished. Okay. Um, but three and a half bottles and we watched some K-drama. Nice. And we just talked girl stuff. Nice. And it was great. That's fun. And uh, then Saturday night, 
I did that again, but not four bottles of wine. <laughs> I had one bottle of wine with Sarah. Nice. And nice. also another night of catch up and fun. That's cool. That's fun. I love my girls. That's exciting that you get to do that. I need to have a guy's night one of these nights. Yeah. I always tell you to go have a guy's night. Yeah, but my, I can't do it on a Friday, Saturday. Yeah. See, that's what's hard with your schedule. Like, so I grew up like in a party house. Like, I love hosting parties. I love having people over. But because Raph has his DJ stuff, it's like we can never host shit because he's gone. I mean, I could, I guess I could host it by myself. Yeah, you could host it. I could definitely host it by myself. But, you know, it's different. Obviously, I'd want you there. And you'd probably want to be there too. Well, of course. Of um, course. But, yeah, it's just hard because we can't, we can't do those Friday, Saturday night things with our friends. So, I mean, I just started doing it more by myself. Or she comes to the club. Or I come to the club. Yeah, which luckily, like, our friends like going there. So, <laughs> I, mean, I just meet them there. I'm just rocking with it until uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Raph is, Raph is living that. Just living that, with it. Yeah, living that life as that's long as you can. That's prime time. Fridays and Saturdays. We know it that, is. Yeah. It is. But, yeah, I'm glad I have, like, you know, my group of friends now. You know how she says she it's, it's only April that has a group of friends. It's actually not me too. You are part of that. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm glad I have something that I can. I have people I ha- can hang out with. April does. April couples has I can hang out with. You know, when you're busy. Yes, we do. Yeah, we do have group of, group of friends that we. <laughs> yeah, because like we we talked about this. If you guys listen to our manifesting friendships episode, like I manifested a lot of like amazing girlfriends, but Rav and I talked about manifesting like g- couple friends. And having like a barcada. A barcada is a group of friends. And we have that. We do. Um, also, what else did we do this weekend? We watched two movies. Mm. We watched You People. So good. And so crunchy at times. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's mad crunchy. I know. But it, I, love, I love the movie. That was a good movie between uh, Jonah Well, because that's your girl. And... Yeah, Lauren London. Uh, that's your that's Raph's celebrity crush. They make a good couple. I'm not gonna lie. After <laughs> they were watch, really during cute. The, watching the movie, I was like, man, I could actually low key see them together. I know when you first when you first started it though, you're like, what? They're about to be a couple. I know. I was like, <laughs> Lauren Wait, London and mi- Jonah Hill. Like, Wait a minute, what? No. Yeah, no, it was cool though. I liked the movie. It was uh, it talked about real shit. And, it did. And it was a uh, it was enlightening. It was. It was really good. It's super funny. Yo, but then another movie we watched that <laughs> I recommend everybody to watch is Smile. Yeah, if you like scary movies. If you like, yeah. I just recently got back into watching them. It again, was good, but, but not gonna lie, April was screaming my fucking ear like <laughs> the whole movie. There's a lot of jump scares in it. And if you like those type of movies, that's the one because I like those movies. Oh my, God. my body was tense like, the I whole like to time. Be scared as possible. Like if I want to be tried <laughs> to be scared as possible. But I actually wasn't. I was scared, but April was more scared. So definitely, it was like, I like. I'm telling you, I feel. I think I'm a little sore from that, just because I, my body was like tense. Yeah, it was a. I could like not a relax. Two hour movie too. Yeah, it was almost two hours. It was good. There were was a couple sus scenes one, in there. Yeah, I, yeah, just yeah. one sus scene. Yeah, like, but that kind of took away the scare factor, but not really. Other than it's that, still the me. whole idea and the way they shot it was pretty good. I know it had me pretty spooked. Yeah, it was. It's really, really good. I didn't know that. Did I show you the video that Mike sent me, what? like of the promo video for that? No. It's. It was like at a soccer game or something, and they they were doing promo for that movie, and there there's people randomly in the audience with that creepy smile. Oh yeah, I told you about. I think I saw like some 
some footage on social media where they were like paying people to hold the signs up in baseball games. Oh. So they were standing in the stadiums, yeah, holding up the smile signs like behind the cameras. Oh, it yeah. wasn't even signs though. These people had they had shirts that said the word smile, oh. but they were also smiling. Yeah, and like they were that. doing the same thing too. Oh my god. So gosh, they were just standing in the middle so of the aisles crazy. and shit, just holding You could oh. see the like but you can see like the random people around them have the most confused look on their face. Oh, that movie's fucked up. It's <laughs> good though. It's so good. good. It's so good. Yep. If you like scary, watch that one. Yeah. I would like to give a big shout out and thank you to those who are submitting to Dear Bestie. <laughs> yeah you guys listened you guys listened to me i appreciate Rap it is so happy so for those who haven't yet <laughs> this is this is the part where i drop this dear bestie <laughs> so don't be afraid just type it in we got, we got the, some good the link is there we got a few good submissions and uh i think we're gonna choose to talk about all of them all right the first one's coming in from rachel how do you teach your kids to be proud of their culture and retain it I feel like I'm slowly losing my culture living and my kids will too. Mm, that's such a good question. Such a serious question. And it, it makes me kind of sad to Why? be honest because we have such a rich culture that we don't really pass down as much. I just feel like growing up when we were younger, everybody was speaking Tagalog at home. Like my grandma that was raising me during my young times was always speaking Tagalog. The culture was there. The foods was there traditions was there everything was there i feel like as we're getting older in this time and day of age especially between you and i i don't speak fluently you speak it but i don't speak it you don't but you don't speak it here at home yeah i mean you know our kids don't or they're not surrounded by filipinos at school i mean the only filipinos we hang out with is our family and um or if, and if we do hang out with other Filipinos, they're also English speaking. They're also English speaking. Yeah. yeah. No, I I totally feel this question, Rachel, because like I feel I feel the same way of just like, man, what are we losing by not maintaining like that cultural aspect? But like I guess then the ways that we do it is through the food. Mm-hmm. I feel like as far as like even through Filipino culture, it's the aspect of the importance of family. Mm-hmm. You know, the value of what family is, value of elders respect that's a crazy question because i feel like too i I work so much with people with breaking away from like the more like toxic generational traditions and you know mentality we don't necessarily always think about like well what do we want to continue right and there is so much to continue yeah that's a good question (laughs) for me i think it's the language it's in in its Mm -hmm. own right well it sucks because even like live when like when i was living in the philippines they choose to speak a lot of english over there english is the and it's like taglish yeah you know so it's like even they've lost a lot like they don't you don't speak you don't hear a lot of filipinos speak like the deep tagalog anymore it's it's like taglish yeah half and half half and half or they have like their own slang now that's not really filipino language anymore what the grandparents used to talk, yeah. how how they used to talk to us. Yeah, yeah. Or still do. Mommy only still speaks right. still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, we'll see. So, Mommy only, my grandma, she, you know, she lives with us. She's, she's in the Philippines right now. But even she, like, she speaks English to our kids. She does. And I think it's just because it's also easier for her, you know, to be able to communicate with them and understand them. That's why. But I know our kids do want to learn the Galog. So, I have so much intention of, like, teaching them. But it's like the ease of communicating and not having, like, I already fucking repeat myself so much in English. <laughs> now I'm going to have to repeat myself in Tagalog and English just to get my point oh, across. Man. That feels exhausting. No, it's but I'm like, I'm really appreciative that I, I still know Tagalog. And 
Like and I I'm, do too. I do too. I, I'm very appreciative that I do too. You understand and it. And I understand it. Yeah. You don't speak it. <laughs> you try. You know some words. So basically, Rachel, we don't have the best answer, but I do advise, and I think Raf and I will also do this, is to you know pick out maybe two to three things or five things that you do love about your culture that you want to integrate into your family. It's not about integrating everything, you know, but pick and choose and start with maybe even one. And low key for my Filipinos out there, get the TFC channel or get one of the Filipino channels. That's actually how I learned Tagalog. I, yeah, I've right? lived in like low key. That's a heck. Cause yeah. Like <laughs> no, that, yeah, for real. I, I moved here to the States when I was one. She was born in the Philippines, everybody. I was born in the Philippines and I moved here when I was one, but I, I'm fluent. And she's fluent. But that was because of TFC. Yo, that's a, that is legit hack. Like, I watched Cine Escuela. I didn't have, <laughs> I didn't have, you know, that growing up as much, but once they, once that became available. Yeah. I think, yeah, my grandparents like let, would leave it on all day and then that, that would include like the kid shows. So I'd watch that. Yeah, that's cool. And that's how I learned. So yeah, that, I would do that. Shows. Yeah. If you could do that or if you got it in any other language. Do they still have TFC? I'm sure they do, right? Oh, there's no more T. Oh no, there's TFC like on YouTube actually. Oh, dang. I don't know. There's stuff that happened with the network. Like GMA over there. and stuff. Maybe it's GMA that's no more. I don't know. I don't remember. But we have. Mommy only has some form of Filipino channel that she watches here. Yeah, so I would do that as a low key hack if you can get that or at least YouTube it. Watch them, watch that. Have that playing all the time. Yeah. Eat the food. Learn how to cook it. Food is like a huge way to continue integrating culture. I yeah, feel like for sure. Yeah. Anything else or any any other way to like values. Values, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Music. I mean, we could keep going, but yeah. Yeah. Just keep it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> find something and don't <laughs> let, don't lose it. Find right? you know Philip. You know, or find your your own cultural organizations in the area that you guys can participate in. I have to say something because while we're on this topic, hmm. um, it low key frightens me that I only have one more grandparent left in the Philippines hmm. because. I have no reason to go back home to the Philippines other than to see my grandpa, obviously. Yeah. But he's got his own, you know, he's got his own life. and He's an independent 80-something-year-old. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I got, fa- I got cousins out there, too, uh, which I wouldn't mind seeing as well. But, like, I don't have anybody to feel safe with (laughs) i should say like i feel like i would get taken advantage of if i went there and i didn't have anybody that was like for sure fully filipino you you know what i'm saying yeah i mean as much as i want to go back that's the only thing that's holding me back really is i don't speak it that's why if well if you go back you don't say anything just like back in the day babe when we first started dating and he would visit me in the philippines and we go to the changet which is like the the place where you barter <laughs> for stuff. Like I'd be like, do not open your mouth, babe, because they are going to get you for whatever money you have. Yeah. So. Which I was like, openly like, sure. I know, <laughs> I right? Like, just, just passing money left and right. Getting like, bopped for all these deals. <laughs> I was like, whatever. Oh my gosh. I was like, please don't say anything. Just stop talking. Let oh, me talk. Man. Okay. So that's, I mean. It's that's a great question. It's and a great question. And it's something we're working on. That's too. something we're definitely working on. I'm constantly thinking about it, and that's uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. So thank you, Rachel. Yes. All right. Next one is from Isaac. Isaac, what up? 
What up, I.I.? All right. Dear besties, over the weekend, I, along with Kristen and her mom, watched From Scratch. Oh, I'm so glad you watched that. And Hereditary. So glad you watched that. We knocked out From Scratch in one day. That was me, too. All right. Amy and Lino's love story and journey is amazing. Great recommendations on both. Yay. So glad you loved it. Now go watch those scary movies. I've never seen any of them. <laughs> yeah. Raph didn't watch any of those with me. I'm all caught up on all 10 episodes and listening to you both is like getting a visit from you and your family. Oh, we actually need to make that happen in personal, in real life. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hearing your stories and the kids stories makes me feel super connected. Good job, guys. on being fearless and vulnerable to share. I love it. Um, okay, shout out to Austin and his abs and his girlfriend. <laughs> I got to tell him you said that. I love the way you guys raised him and all your littles for that matter. So our daughter is six and she keeps trying to sneak up. Okay, okay. So this is where his question comes in. So our daughter is six and she keeps trying to sneak up on me in the restroom. When I ask her what's up, she says nothing and runs off. Typical Filipino old school fashion. I don't say anything and I ignore it, which is not the move because we want to break the cycle of how we raise how we were raised, right? Last night in bed, she says, Dad, what does your pokenking look like? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't say anything and distract by letting her play on my phone because I got scared. We we're having a boy in two weeks or less, so eventually she's going to see his titi. Being that you and Raf are both, have both boys and girl, how did you... How did or what was it like explaining this to either your daughter or sons? Help me out. Um, help me out. Advise your stories on anything helps at this point. Love, Isaac. <laughs> Isaac, we just fucking love you. Just FYI. How's it going, I? That's a good question. And that's a, I mean, that's, I'm sure a lot of people think the same thing or like are coming across those boundaries and how they, I guess, talk about this with their kids. Yeah. I mean, for us, we, we just never shed the light on it. No, for us, we just, you know, I'm going to be very careful with how we say this because I don't want you guys to get any crazy ideas. But like as the kids have grown up, like we've normalized like nudity, meaning like, of course, when they get to a certain age, we don't do that anymore. We, we teach our kids like body positivity and there's nothing to be ashamed of. And like we just normalize the topic like it's not a big deal. So like, you know, I know the kids have definitely said like Adrian has said about his sister like why doesn't Isla have a titi mm -hmm. you know and we're just like oh well girls have backpacks and boys have titis mm -hmm. and that's just how it is like you guys are different your bodies are different and then end of story yeah so I you know try it. not to like <laughs> overthink exactly what you need to explain and obviously you know um your baby girl's six already so it's not like you can necessarily just like show her yours but you can definitely like explain to her or show her a picture it could even be a doodle for now isaac like have some fun with it and again you don't have to make it like a grand thing yeah because right now she's just a kid and it's, it's really a simple question she's not needing the full elaborate story yeah. of what it is i mean you are gonna have a son so yeah she can help out when changing the diaper and she's gonna see it i mean when, she, yeah. when the baby's there and so. you just make it like it's like it's a normal conversation like oh yeah see this is what a titi looks like yeah the end and you can like sense after that if she has more questions she probably won't um but if she does i just want you to check in with yourself isaac and remember that like you're not doing anything wrong you're not causing any harm like these are very black and white questions when it comes to kids at that age right so it's it's only if you have the intent you know not you have the intention but like if it's just coming from a place of curiosity then you just really need to answer the question. Yeah, don't hide it or don't like avoid it. It's hard to say. It's hard to say that obviously, but like. Like it's okay to be uncomfortable with it because I get it. Yeah, like we weren't raised <laughs> to like talk normally about that. So I feel you on that. And I love that you and Kristen are, you know, breaking general cycle, generational cycles as well. And I just want you to think 
like look back on yourself like as a kid if you had that question how would you have needed that approach to be you probably would have wanted it to be just very easy and safe to ask without any discomfort without any feeling of shame or just you know feeling like you're stupid for asking right like that's not what you, you would have wanted so respond in the way that you would have wanted your parents to respond but yeah like even now like I can change in front of the kids. Raph can change in front of the kids, but it's not like they sit sit and stare. It's yeah. just normal. I'm not. Yeah, it's normal. The what you mentioned, bos- body positivity. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just human beings. Like we just teach them that everybody's got body parts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a great question, though. I like. I definitely thought about that before, and I was just like, I just want it to be normal. I don't want it to be like a big deal. If they see like my breast, it's like, hello, they breastfed from me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, good question. Yeah. Thank you. Hopefully that helps, Isaac. You let us know. <laughs> All right. Our last year bestie submission is from Melanie. Hello, Mel. Hello, Mel. Hi, besties. I have two babies under two and they're both very needy in their own way. But lately I've been feeling guilty for not being present for one kid while I'm carrying to the other. Whenever I'm playing with my toddler, I catch myself feeling guilty for not spending time with my infant and helping him and his developmental milestones and vice versa. Do you guys ever feel that way? How do you guys prioritize one on one time or set intentional bonding moments with each of your kids? Without feeling guilty, obviously still very new to being parents of siblings, just wanted to hear how other parents manage thanks in advance. First of all, power to you for having two under two. <laughs> two under two. Did we have that? We never had no, that. No, we didn't have like well, Adrian and I were very close. Who two under Actually, two? Yeah, they're two. That's a lot two years to do. apart. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so big ups to you. Yes. And let's talk about this mom guilt here. So guilt is put upon us by external sources by who society when culture, you say external family so- okay um and i just want you to think about this mel like that guilt is just a small part of you that's not it doesn't mean that that is your truth i get that feeling like we've definitely had that feeling of just like man maybe we've been giving too much attention to isla you know over adrian but it's in those times when you catch yourself then go do something about yeah, it. Yeah, then go do something. You know, it's different. like, oh shit! I okay, I've I've given too much attention to Isla. Let me ask how Adrian's day is going. You know, it, having that awareness—that's literally the first step. Just like what we were talking about earlier, the awareness, right? And knowing that there's something that needs to change, even if it's just in that moment. And the thing is, girl, I want you to have so much grace with yourself. You have two under two. You're yeah, not so going two to be present two. with each of them 100% all the time. That's impossible. And one of them's an infant, so I don't think the infant's gonna get mad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't, think she, I don't think they're going to get mad that you're spending too much and time with other yeah, ones. And because they're siblings, when it comes to like deve- the developmental aspects, that second one is going to try to catch up regardless. Just FYI. True that. But also no pressure because they're also going to develop in their own ways regardless. Yeah. They're not going to have the same time milestones. Milestones yeah. at the same time, right? Yeah. They so won't. They really I won't. I wouldn't focus too much on that and just, yeah, what, what April said, just be present with each of them whenever you can mm-hmm. and in between that time i hope you're taking time for yourself <laughs> true that because that guilt can really wash over you and feel even more consuming and then you really can't show up for your kids right so in those times i want you to do a mental health check a soul check make sure you're doing okay your cup has been filled blunt check a blunt check <laughs> um and then and then to do what you can 
you know, and like if you can set an intention of just like, okay, today I'm going to I'm going to spend like 20 minutes with my toddler reading. There you go. And then 20 minutes of reading to my infant, you know, whatever that may be, just so you know, like our kids don't need our attention 100% of the time. And I read somewhere before where it's like, it's better to even have a condensed amount of time with each kid rather than sporadic times throughout the day where you're like only like 50% present with them. You know, when you're like, they're trying to ask you a question, you like engage in a conversation for like 10 seconds and then you go back to whatever you're doing because you're busy. That doesn't count as quality time. So like, even if you can just say, okay, I, okay, baby, I have 10 minutes I can give you. What do you need? And then you give them your full attention for that 10 minutes. Girl, just know that that 10 minutes is going to be enough. It will be. 10 minutes without your phone. Yeah, 10 minutes without any distractions. Without any distractions. Yeah, that's a great question, though. Yeah. Two under two, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that means two diapers. We did that. We did that. Thank you again for these submissions on Dear Bestie. And don't forget to submit this week. <laughs> Dear Besties, everybody. <laughs> He's really hyping it up. I'm always going to hype it up. I know. I know. You know where to catch us this weekend? I think April's coming out. I'm coming out. Okay. She's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You hear that, guys? He just shut me up. <laughs> Boo. She's coming out this weekend. Come catch us, still. Um, On Friday. This Friday. All right. Well, that's a wrap, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Follow us at Blunt With My Bestie on Instagram. Stay locked for weekly episodes. We'll catch you guys next time. Episode 11 is a wrap. Until then, stay blunt. Stay bestie. Peace. Bye.